Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigSceneDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Hey, everyone. It's Scott from Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast and the Zamboni Time Machine. If you want to create your own podcast, the best option to make that happen is Anchor. If you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and who doesn't like free? There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Rockin' and shocking. And what's up, hockey fans? And welcome to episode number 60 of Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. 60 episodes in. I can't believe it. We're old. <laughs> oh, anyways, I'm Scott Kimball, and I got to tell you something. We have got an awesome show lined up for you guys tonight. Uh, this guest is just the, the guy is wild, he's awesome, and we can't wait to get going. But first, I'm going to bring in my co-host for tonight, my, uh, my shotgun rider, if you will, my partner in crime, whatever it is you want to call it. He is the Macho Dom. It's Dom Real. What's up, buddy? Hey, yo. What's going on, guys? Well, that Super hyped for this Razor episode. Listen, Chico, I love Razor. I got his autograph right behind me. Really? Fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. It's a, it's a, a NWO mini helmet autographed by Scott oh, Hall. Yeah, yeah. We were I got it at that. a Hall of Fame. Shout out Yorkville, New York. Um, yeah, no, big Razor guy. But yeah, no, this is going to be a fun one. I uh, got the Comets playing right now. My uh, Rangers are playing the Leafs. Just starting right now. Big night for oh, hockey. So I'll you get you bored during intermission, pop in with us. You, yeah, you keep track of the Ranger game. I'll keep watching the uh, the Comets game here on the other TV. And uh, we'll be we'll be having live updates throughout the game. How's that sound? Yeah, keep track of that because I want to know what's going on. Um, we'll get into it, obviously. We'll talk a little Comets, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Anyways, so we're going to bring in our guest. Our guest, like I said, super cool guy. I mean, I know I play pickup hockey with him. Or not pickup hockey, or, or Clinton League hockey. Uh, well, he's much better than I am, but I try to keep up with him is basically what it is. Because you know what? The guy plays professional football, and some broken down old punk like me ain't keeping up with him. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> he is a professional football player, quarterback as a matter of fact. And he's a big-time hockey enthusiast. I want to bring him in, Mr. Brad Jones. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you? What's going there on, fellas? Is. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Dom, oh, thanks feels for coming good on. to get back in the saddle. 
Yes, sir. Like we used to run it around, but uh, finally, finally got on, Scotty. It's been a long time coming. I know we've been talking about this for a while, and and you guys, you used to do real talk together. Yep, used to be yeah. the co-host to the co-host. Yeah, the co, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. co-hostess with the mostest. Yeah, pretty much. You know how I am. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As, as as easy as it is to host a show with a professional freaking athlete. Yeah, I, I mean, you you carried the reins really well. I was just there to. I try be, be me, be ridiculous, and then we're incredible hockey well. mind, which is awesome. Uh, get get it. We're gonna touch base quite a bit with the uh, the international game, which I'm really looking forward to. I feel like it's kind of starting to blow up over the last couple of years. I see you rocking the slow jersey, which is sweet. I wore this one yeah. right for Scotty because it's the Anze Kopitar. Yeah, I'm buddy. gonna tell you something. There's there's a story behind this. So the first time I met Brad was at a pickup <clears> game, <throat> actually up at the Clinton Arena, and I come skating out in the ice. And I just see this Kopitar number eleven, and I'm like, "Wow, that's Slo- I, damn!" I says, "I've never seen a, a Slovenia jersey, let alone a Kopitar." I'm like, "I got to go introduce myself to this guy because this is awesome, right?" So I was scared. I'm like, "Dude, nice jersey, you know." And we got talking, and that's how it all took off from there. So, and it is—it's a super sweet jersey, dude. It really. Yeah, is. I mean, it's—it's. It's, I mean, aside from all the Blues jerseys I own, this is my favorite non-Blues jersey by far, especially because I got it in Slovenia. So it's, as oh yeah, it's, it, it got it right in uh, Lake Blood, one of Anze's like frequented cities. Lake Blood, that Lake is Blood. awesome. Lake Blood, yeah, it's one of the sickest cities I've ever been to. Oh, I thought I you said imagine. Blood. Yeah, pretty much. You Blood, it's just past tense. <laughs> the, awesome. the lake isn't red, is it? <laughs> no, I wish it was, just so they could have that little je ne sais quoi. But it's it's still fantastic. There's like a there's a castle in the middle of the. A, a church in the middle of this lake you go up like a hundred steps just to get up really to it. it's pretty that's yeah you so can only typical. get there by boat i know <laughs> so typical dude that's, that's awesome like, that sounds like something that could only happen in a movie you know literally it, it looks like a movie scene like so you, you go there and it's it looks like i call it old forge on steroids nice <laughs> that's for perspective the, for the, locally for the, yeah. yeah for the locals that's what i call it yeah well, I was say, is there any, any deer walking around the streets or what well, Scotty, I don't know how they familiar you are with this dude's story. The more you get into it, the more it's like a movie. I remember talking to him because, like, obviously I've known Jonesy since high school. But you get talking, it's like, yeah, you play football internationally. And it's like, all right, cool. And you get into it, it's like, yeah. And I did this. Like, what? And this also happened. Excuse me? Then it just goes on for days. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, you never know what turn it's going to take. And whichever one it is, I'm, I'm always ready to go with it. You know me. I'm, yeah, I right? just go with, the, go with the literal flow as it is. Should have so. thrown into the introduction an ex-professional baseball player also oh yeah did did yeah. uh sample that in australia a little bit of something something <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, 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 you know what it is he's like the, the sports buffet yeah he's got the lettuce he's the yeah. salad bar yeah of sports. <laughs> Brad, how did that. the uh how the professional football start uh well abruptly like long story short i went to england for a grad school and i got a scholarship to play there so i i did not that played played yeah <laughs> played there and got like went to like an ivy league school of the world not a big deal not not saying i'm highly educated or anything what school is that I mean, jonesy uh durham university oh okay yeah it's like i mean it's like the Quick uh no it's like the prince like the princeton of england you know not right. a big deal right but uh did that and then as soon as that that season finished when i came home i didn't realize there was still a lot more football out in europe and uh I had a team from Warsaw, Poland reach out. I talked to a team in Serbia and then one in uh, Southern Germany, but this team in, in Warsaw was like, Hey, we, we like what we see out of you. You've obviously been overseas before. What do you, what do you say about coming over and playing for some money, you know, playing some pro. And I was like, yeah, I mean, why not? 
what's what more do I got to do just to get over there? He goes, well, you got to leave in two days. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, when's our first game? He's like, yeah, about 10 days. So I go, yeah, screw it. Let's do this. I mean, I'm not really in shape, but I know my arm will still work when I get out there. Right. That's all you know, matters. I got nothing going on, right? I'll, yeah, I'll just have yeah. to play. Whatever. I was, yeah. I was working at like WB Mason just to kill time. And I go in there, my boss, and I go, uh, hey, boss, I, I got some bad news. And he's like, he's loving me because I'm, I'm working my way up the sales ladder. And he's like, uh, what's, what's wrong? What's going on? I go, uh, I'm moving to Poland. And he's like, he thinks, now he thinks Poland, I'm like, New York. He, yeah, he's like, oh, dude, it's fine. You can still cover like your Rome territory. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't think I can. I don't think you understand. I mean, Warsaw, Poland. Like, I'm I'm going over an ocean and I'm like doing a layover in Russia in like two days. So it to be 12, 12 time zones away. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh, by the way, it's in two days. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, and uh, yeah, yeah, I go, I go, uh, yeah, and um, to add insult to injury, I got to leave like in two days. So uh, <laughs> sorry. I guess you can. Here's the company phone back. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's cool though. You know what I. People don't realize, including myself, just that professional or American football is growing in Europe. I mean, there's, yeah. there's that many professional leagues over there. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I don't know how many people remember, but when you started, yeah. what's that? 2016, right? 2016. Yeah. So my wife and I came back. Um, she's from New York Mills. I, I went to Whitesboro. I grew up in the area, and um, yeah, it's pretty actually pretty funny story. Rob, uh, I knew Rob Ash for. Just growing up, I actually played with his younger brother, Danny. Um, and so when I retired, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, so I found a job in sales and um, and I was I was enjoying I wasn't really enjoying it at all, to be honest. And uh, <laughs> um, Rob actually called me uh, over the summer. He said, hey, my son plays youth hockey. Like, would you want to help me coach? You know, just come whenever you want. But it'd be great to you know have you on the ice. And so. I was like, sure. I don't, I honestly don't know what I'm going to do with my nights and weekends anyway. Uh, so I, I ended up, you know, coaching a little youth hockey and uh, Rob and I spent probably two months together. I mean, we, we'd ride the games together. We'd be at practice together. And all of a sudden he just was like, you're like, do you like your job? I go, no, I hate it. And he said, why don't, why don't you come work here? And I said, I, that would be awesome. I'd love that. So um, we talked a little bit more about maybe where I could fit in and then I uh, started working in corporate fulfillment and uh, the rest is kind of history from there. Nice. Nice. So I mean, Rob, if it's any consolation, I hate my job too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at least, you know, he's honest, right to the bone. I tell you, there's no, yeah. there's no lying in that. Guy. Not this one. <laughs> this one's great. <laughs> Yeah, the one he doesn't get paid for, he loves. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. T-shirts That's available. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so after about a year with the comments, you were named the vice president of the team. And yeah, so- a little over a uh, little over a year. Um, like I said, I, I just, I mean, I tell people all the time, it's it's a dream job come true that I didn't actually, you know, dream of. I never really thought I could. <laughs> I never thought I'd be in this position. I really didn't. It's. Uh, you know, to work for a hockey team from the beginning was fun. I get to, you know, joke with my old teammates that I still get to go to the rink every day. And, um, but it just, the way the sequence of events kind of happened, um, you know, I started in corporate and we lost an employee to uh, another job and we had to pick up his slack. And so all of a sudden I started doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And before I knew it, I had kind of touched every department uh, in a, a little bit of a way. And so, you know, Rob kind of came to me and was like, do you want to stay in corporate? Do you want to kind of 
fall underneath and be the vice president and oversee, you know, all the departments. And I was like, that's a no brainer. I love being involved in every different, you know, department and, and each day sure. is different. So um, that's kind of how it all came together. No kidding. That that's cool. That's really cool. So what are your primary duties as the vice president of the team? Uh, still a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, had, so, I didn't know if there was any like specific that was thrown in. <laughs> no, no. I mean, there's uh, I mean, we have a, we have a small staff. I mean, the AHL in general usually operates with a smaller staff. So, um, you know, everybody, everybody wears many different hats when it comes right. to, you know, ticket sales or marketing or corporate. Um, so everybody kind of helps one another. Um, you know, I would say, the main idea of, of my role is to make sure all departments are working together and that everybody's kind of getting their work done. Um, but uh, just trying to continue to be like a leader, like I was, uh, you know, in hockey, but, but now it's in a, in an office setting. So um, yeah, just kind of doing, doing a little bit of everything still. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That is awesome. Unsung so, hero of the comments. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> well, no, it's a, I mean, cause you, even you, you yourself, even just the time that you've been there, the transformation with the odd and the program and just everything around the team is incredible. Like I remember the first time I brought my dad into the odd after him going to hockey games or his entire life. He's like, is this the same building? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, growing up playing in here, uh, playing high school hockey stuff, it's crazy to think, you know, when, when the suites were getting built, I mean, I remember standing up there, you know, and Rob and I looking at each other. Rob's like, can you believe this is going to be in Utica, New York? I'm like, no, I, I honestly can't. It's uh, it is. It's amazing. Just the outside of the building and, and everything that, you know, I mean, Rob's got Rob gets all the credit for that stuff. He does. He's just a nonstop worker and, and just always trying to continue to build things in this community. And you know, I mean, Rob, Rob played at the highest like played in the NHL. He was overseas. I mean, he really could have went anywhere he wanted to. And the fact that he wanted to come back home and, and bring AHL hockey back is, is uh, pretty special. And, and I'm just happy to kind of be here for the ride and, and, uh, and get this inside look at it for sure. Right. Right. For sure. Scott, you're muted by the way. There you go. Yeah. I, I was, okay. I had some background noise. I was trying to get rid of there, you know, professional that I am, you know, make sure I was all prepared here. Right. Like, just, no, I, yeah, I get it. My bad there. Uh, <laughs> But this year, this this team has just been unbelievable. I mean, you know, when when the comments said a new era begins, uh, no at first we, we thought it was a slogan, but I mean, it's a way of life for you guys up there now. Yeah, yeah, no, it was definitely a slogan. We didn't realize we we're going to be this good either. Uh, so, <laughs> the Deneen effect. Yeah, I mean, coach has been <laughs> terrific, and I mean, I give uh, New Jersey, you know, a ton of credit, Dan McKinnon. Um, you know, the general manager and uh, Tom Fitzgerald, I mean, they put together a, a great team and a great coach with uh, Coach Deneen. Um, you know, just a just a well, well put together uh, roster. I mean, we, we obviously knew the Comets with Vancouver before and, um, you know, the Devils are in a transition period. They're rebuilding, but they've got some young prospects with Holtz and, and those guys and Zetterlin. And then you get some veteran guys that can lead those, uh, those players, but they're also putting points on the board and it's just a good mix of, of guys down in that locker room. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's, it's been, it's just been an unbelievable ride and you know, the, the, you know, Dom and I have talked about it before. Listen, we were always appreciative of having AHL hockey here with Vancouver, but I mean, it's just, it's just completely different now. The, um, the feeling of walking into the building, Scott right now. And it's just like, 
yeah, we're probably going to win tonight. Like, that's not something – it's been a while. Like, Pioneer, you feel that when you come into a Pioneers game, but over the first couple of years, like, especially the Calder Cup run, the comments, like, it felt like that. But the last yeah. few years with yeah. Vancouver just hasn't been the same. So now it's just like, man, I feel good going to the game tonight. Let's go. Like, let's yeah. go. It's yeah. awesome. I wasn't around for the first year when uh, it was like 0-9 and, and everybody yeah. was like, when are they going to get their first win? And then the next year, that Calder Cup run was special. I mean, that was oh. – I was home actually from playing and um, I made it to a few games and boy, the, the atmosphere and the crowd was just awesome. So I'm hoping uh, I was telling somebody today in the office, like I, I almost want to like fast forward to playoff hockey, you know, <laughs> get that, get that playoff hockey atmosphere going in the building again. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't know if you really have much to do with this end of it, but like with, with the call-ups or recalls and all, do you have any, like, how does that work? Does it, you know, the, the New Jersey call you guys and say, hey, tell such and such they're getting on a bus or a car or whatever and get down here to New Jersey as soon as possible? Or is it kind of more of a, you know, they'll call you the night before and say, hey, send them down the next morning? Or is that? Well, they find out on Twitter, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it all happens differently every time. Yeah. Um, you, you know, honestly, the the separation is the the guys in the locker room so the coaching staff the equipment managers the trainers the strength conditioning coach those are all new jersey devils employees and everybody okay. in the, the office up here is uh, a common employee so um mainly that circulates back and forth with those people down there now gotcha. uh, jason jason shia um and i help with that liaison a little bit jason more um more this year before uh, with Vancouver, I did a lot of that, but Jason does help out and he gets the the cars and things like that. But now that we're so close with New Jersey, um, you know, they're, they're really taking the, the load on that one and they kind of coordinate with the guy. And a lot of these guys, now that they're three hours apart, have a car, uh, before right. Vancouver, it was, right. you, know, you had to get them a car to Syracuse airport, get them out on the flight and the missing at the time change and stuff like that. Like it was a bigger rush to get them. So you'd get a phone call at three in the morning that so-and-so had to be on the 6am flight. Oof. And uh, you know, and then there's a mad scramble cause you got to get his gear out of the rink and you got to, the equipment manager's got to come make sure everything's in there and um, you know, get them to the airport and all that. Uh, now it's, now it's a little different. I mean, now you can, something happens on a Tuesday night and they need them for a game on Thursday. They can take their time, give them a shout on right. a Wednesday morning. Um, you know, so it's, it's a whole different, ball of wax which is a big reason why every you see the ahl teams kind of getting closer to their uh nhl teams just just for that reason yeah yeah that that makes sense too i mean that's you know that's got to be hard when uh i mean it used to be the norm like 20 25 years ago the ahl because especially after the ihl folded for a while there the ahl was really the the only you know triple a level team we'll say yeah. So you had a lot of the West Coast teams that had their teams on the East Coast, like Vancouver did with us. But that was, you know, a commonplace kind of thing. And now, you know, I, I get why why NHL teams want to do that. It's just kind of, you know, I've always said, like, man, it's like, say, take the Manito- Manitoba Moose, right? They play right in Winnipeg because Winnipeg is their farm- or their parent team, you know. But I always said, man, that's got to be weird for them because, yeah, they're playing, like, right there with their parent club. But it's like, hello, we're here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. San Jose is the same way because they play uh, right in the rink now, but they play right in the same arena as theirs. So it's uh, it's definitely interesting in that aspect. But they like having the guys, you know, one locker room away. <laughs> sure. Oh, it, it, 
yeah, why wouldn't they, right? I mean, Toronto's the same way too, you know, yeah. and that's yeah. for sure. So uh gotta ask you, because it's been been asked by a lot of people, and so we're gonna be the ones that are gonna ask you. Is there gonna be a Utica Devils night? Okay. Thought it was once in a while. A Utica Devils I, night. Not not right now. Not in the uh not in the works right now. So that's okay. Yeah. Like like I said, I mean, you hear like around you, oh, is there gonna be a Utica Devils night? It's like I what we Every know? night's Utica Devils night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Look at the jerseys. Yeah. yeah. You gotta break out the Matt's beer for that. Oh yeah, I, I mean, know, right? Three dollar beers. Three dollar yeah. beers. Yeah, Dom's a big proponent of the three dollars. <laughs> not he, he to try and take credit for it or anything, but I think I played a factor. <laughs> I think that's just one dollar, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you don't know about this? No. I'll tell you a fun story. It's actually a New Year's Day. Uh, I forgot what year it was. No, it's during COVID, I think. Um, I just had a buddy, you know, made a sign that said, "Give us dollar beer nights." I was outside of the yard. <laughs> protest. <laughs> so yeah. All okay. right, you can take credit. Three dollars. I've made the joke three, you know, one. We met at the table, bargaining. Three dollars <laughs> is fair for both sides. Well, next we'll work on parking. Yeah, there you go, right? Yeah, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> Definitely, for sure. Uh, but is there any other plans for any other like alternate jerseys or anything like that this season? Or is it Comet the stick? Pup on a jersey? Doing yeah, there you go. Comet the Pup. I've got we got the Comet the Pup uh, pins on Pin night, Friday, Friday night. night. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm all screwed up. I think tomorrow's Friday because we usually play Wednesday. I know. Yeah. Not the whole day was Thursday today, but uh, yeah. So if we have the Comet the Pins. Um, yeah, we got some specialty jerseys that we're going to wear this year. Um, and we do have some uh, some interesting ones in the in the works for uh, next year as well. Um, but can't give away too much. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I totally no. understand that all along. But uh, yeah, we're gonna have a couple of specialty jerseys. Um, uh, but by the end of this year, yeah, so, absolutely. To be honest with you, we were gonna have them a little sooner. But the uh, I mean, with everything that's happening with shipping and materials sure. and stuff like that, it's been uh, yeah. Been a difficult year for uh, just getting oh, material to make jerseys. It's uh, kind of crazy. You know, I tell you, we did something you don't think about. It's funny. No, exactly. Yeah. Oh, just everything's been thrown for a loop over the past two years. I mean, yeah. and it just it's it's trickled out effect. I mean, what God do you bless Damian Parmley? Jeez, Parm <laughs> is the unsung hardest hero. working guy in the AHL. Man. Oh man, <laughs> he is. Uh, I don't know, understand. We get guys called up, and I'm like, was he here for like 20 seconds? He's already got a jersey with his name on it. So. Oh my God! It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, no, uh, no, Parms is definitely the young unsung hero. He is he is the hardest worker for sure. He's here, he's here before the uh, sun comes up, and he's here, you know, when the sun goes down, well past it. So, yeah, Josh, the military jerseys were awesome. They, yeah, they, they really were. Those were, were sharp. sharp this year. Yeah, they were awesome. Those are, those are really a big hit every single year, and I think uh, they they really they really were cool this year but i guess i i gotta give a shout out to our graphic designer eric uh, kawaiatek he is he's the guy that designs all these jerseys so um usually the, the vision awesome. comes from rob Very and cool. kind of gives him a few tips and then eric kind of goes to work and has a bunch of ideas and we narrow it down from there but uh yeah he's the he's the creative genius behind all these jerseys <laughs> so adam i gotta tell you a funny story my wife just chimed in here and uh my daughter Never a good thing yeah, yeah, we've been over this a couple of, yeah, I'm not in trouble yet, but I, but I got to mention this so I stay out of trouble, see? So, yeah, she goes, my daughter is absolutely in love with Fabian Zetterlin, and uh, so my wife asked, 
please keep Fabian in Utica. Maddie will be heartbroken if he goes anywhere. And I've tried to tell her a thousand times. I'm like, well, if he gets a chance to go to the NHL, you, you know, you're going to have to for mayor. Come on. Yeah. I, I think he enjoys Utica too. He seems like he's always having fun out there. He's, I mean, he's always, always got, got a smile on his face. face. <laughs> yeah. He, he is a very, uh, he's just an awesome guy. They all are everybody down that room. And I know it's, I know it's different. Uh, I know it's different this year because it's the interaction with COVID and all that, which, right. you know, it, it stinks for fans. And, um, but I tell you what, all these guys are just real genuine, nice, nice guys. And I, I mean, and they're, they're young, they're really young, most of them. And, um, but they, they really are just pumped to be playing hockey again in front of fans. And, you know, a lot of them played without fans last year and um, I'm sure he enjoys being Utica, but I know they all strive to be in New Jersey, and and hopefully they all get to uh, get to the NHL. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, you know, it just seems like they're just such a great group of guys. You know, yeah, they, yeah. It really is. They're love. I'm telling. They love playing in front of the crowd, man. Especially the ones that were stuck in bingo. Oh, they 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 do enjoy <laughs> it. I mean, and I mean, you guys have been here with. It's just it's a it's a different. It's a different atmosphere from from other AHL buildings and, and other professional buildings. I mean, I think the fan base here really understands the game, which I think is the biggest thing. You know, I even when I was playing, um, you know, I'm playing in the South and, and the same thing. You know, people don't know what a blue line is or what offsides is, but the fans in Pensacola did because a lot of them were stationed in the Navy and just settled in Pensacola. But the fans up here really know the game. They know when it's a big penalty uh, penalty kill. They know when it's a big power play. And they get behind guys when they know, like, hey, they need a little boost. And so it's it's always fun. And like I said, that's why I just can't wait for – I love I love everything that's happening right now, but it's almost like you just can't wait for that playoff hockey. Yeah, you don't want to wish away the season. But I'm I know, right? I wish away the season, but I want to – you know, I'm, uh, I'm excited for the, you know, for the rest of this season for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, Barry Shelley said the hats you guys gave out were great and know that everybody appreciated them. Yeah, they and, were nice. uh, I don't know if you ever heard of his uh, Rink of Dreams. It's pretty, pretty awesome. He's got like, I don't know, I think he's got like a million artifacts at this it's point. The, and uh, It's the unofficial Hall of Fame of minor league okay. hockey. Yeah, he said he's got a couple of pictures of you from when you were playing at Clarkson. So, oh, jeez. Yeah. So it's I don't know if that's cool. the Hall of Fame then. <laughs> what? <laughs> Preserving the history of the game. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> Good, bad, or indifferent. <laughs> uh, awesome, man. But no, I tell you, you know, and uh, you've expanded your your role to the uh, the television booth as well. Uh, yeah. You're, you're on there every once in a while with Jason Shy. You do a great yeah, job. Another another thing I didn't know I would actually be doing, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I do. I actually enjoy it. Um, you know, I – I like it uh, for a few different reasons. Just me and Jason talking. I don't even realize who's watching or anything like that. So it's just talking, watching hockey, which is fun. Because if I'm not in the broadcast booth, I'm usually running around the arena doing different things, putting out fires here and there. So um, whenever when I'm on the when I'm on the call with Jason, I get to tell everybody, "Hey, my phone's off. I'll see you after the game." And <laughs> you take a break and enjoy it. <laughs> and enjoy the game. So. Uh, I do that. Jason does a terrific job on there, but uh, sure. you know, I just try to fill in for Gary Heenan when he can't make it because because he's he's really good at it. I mean, <laughs> I don't just keep getting great tires anymore, but Gary's very good at it. <laughs> well, he was on the show. What was it down about five six weeks ago? Yeah, and, he's uh, on all the time. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> I don't know if you're into professional wrestling or not, but you know who his uncle was? No, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Really? I don't. I don't know what wrestling, he said. but. 
Yeah, really? that's what he said. He was the man. He was a famous Who, manager. He's and and play by play guy. If it makes sense, yeah. like Gary's good. Uh, at that it. makes sense. It just comes we, natural to him. We keep getting lucky with just great play by plays. You know, we had Brendan Burke, who's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then now it's Absolutely. every time one leaves, it's like I don't know if he's going to be able to make up for the last guy. And then Jason's filled the role great. He yeah. tells such a great story, but makes it so dramatic. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, we're lucky. I don't know. It must be. Uh, I don't know something something in Utica. They draw it in. Well, Rob's right. got a Rob's got a good ear for those radio guys. I guess yeah. brings him in. <laughs> I would assume he knows a few guys over the years. <laughs> Makes it easier to recruit guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Barry said that you work with Michael Lair, who does the radio side and got to know him. He's a great guy. And yeah, Michael does a great job as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'd definitely yeah. remiss if we didn't mention that for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, keep up the great work in the booth because we really enjoy it. That's, oh, thank uh, you. Thank you. So how was your first – the first time, is, had, you, had you ever had done like that before? Or is that no. just kind of a – they said, hey, we need somebody in the booth tonight. Tag your it. Yeah. No, it was um, – <laughs> so I awesome. mean, it was last year during COVID. So nobody was, nobody was in the building. Um, oh, okay. All right. And uh, Gary was able to do most of the games because they weren't really playing. Um, right. And so he couldn't do it. And we didn't really think, I don't know if Jason had a backup plan or, or what, but he was just like, you're going to have to do the game. And I was like, all right. And then afterwards I go, I really enjoyed that. Let me know when you want me to do it again. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, you know what? As a matter of fact, Jeremy, who must be on break at work or something like that. I don't know. He wants to know if there's any updates on the Nexus Center. Or whatever. What's that? Scott, you're frozen. Maybe oh, I'm frozen. Uh, there we go. No, he, yeah. Uh, Jeremy must be on break at work. He wants to know if there's any updates with the Nexus Center. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly am not in the loop completely on that. So I hear things, um, but I also drive by it every day and hope that there's construction workers out there. Yeah. Um, and so there are, there is a, uh, a crane on site and they were surveying, uh, last week. So I believe, some steel structures will start to go uh, back into the ground, and I'm hearing sometime in November uh, should be open. Awesome! So, Very yeah. awesome. Oh, that, that is great. That yeah. is huge. So I think we're we're back on track over there, and uh, fingers crossed that's going to be that's going to be awesome for the whole area. For oh, sure. you oh, ain't kidding. Huge. That, that is just that is that, that's yeah. massive. I mean, with all just it's a, the, the revitalization of downtown, really. Yeah, I mean, you know, with everything that was done, you know, with the the Adirondack Bank Center and now the Nexus Center coming. I mean, just just unreal. All these unreal. kids that want to be like Fabio. Yeah. <laughs> want to get out there, give me a stick and a puck, mom. Let's rip it off. <laughs> He's going to have to have the first skate, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you. He'll be over there coaching. He loves it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, Adam, listen, we we just appreciate you coming on and spending the time to come on the show with us. This has been a, a lot That's of fun. Awesome. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, not for nothing, we mentioned Wayne Gretzky's birthday. Well, you got a birthday coming up. Saturday, you turned a big 3-2. So, yeah. so, a happy birthday in advance to you, and hopefully the boys go out to Rochester and get you a birthday win. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. I hope so. I hope so. They got a big, they got a big weekend. So, Boy, yeah, that's... Uh, I'm sure they're going to. We're going to want some rest after it, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much. No, nah, no problem. Thank you for coming on. And like I said, spending the time with us to come on tonight. Yeah, I uh, absolutely. So listen, well, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll see you up at the uh, Adirondack Bank Center sometime. Uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll be there Friday night. So uh, All right. 
maybe we'll uh, we'll run into you putting out some of your fires around there. We'll help you out. How's that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll awesome. see you guys on Friday. All yeah, right. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank All you right. so much, Ed. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. Take care. That was Adam Pollock, vice president of the Utica Comets. That was he's so good, cool. He's a good dude, man. That was great. Absolutely. You know, he's just one of the guys, you know? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's that's a cool thing, too. That what You know, you got everything Ash has been able to do. I mean, he's just one of the boys. You know what I mean? And then you bring in the like, same thing for your vice president. It makes sense. We yeah. see, uh, where is it? Nancy says she wants a shirt. We can get you a shirt, yeah. Nancy, by the way. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, get we got a hold gotta... of Scott. He'll get a hold of me, and we'll make it happen. I'll tell you what. You know what we should do? You see that that website scrolling across the bottom? We should get a Marty's store going. Yeah, we can. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, be... whatever you want to do. Make yeah, we'll uh, make it happen. Kristen working double time. She don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Just Works like, from home. Yeah. She'll be fine. Yeah, so she'll text you, I quit. It's... No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But you know what we can do in the meantime, Dom? We can do breakaway trivia. I gotta get a book. I'm so mad. Da, I keep forgetting. Da, da, da. <laughs> Breakaway Trivia was brought to you by that book I just showed. That's Jimmy the Iceman McNeil's children's book, The Zam- the Red and White Zamboni Ice Machine. Uh, you can get your copy by emailing Jimmy at Mac underscore Iceman at Hotmail.com. You ready for this week's question, buddy? Yes. So we're talking about Wayne Gretzky and his just turned 61 today, and he's got 61 NHL records. And one of the biggest records that he's got is that all-time points record, right? He yes. passed Gordie Howe famously at Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Uh, passed well, Gordy had 18, 1,850. Wayne passed him, of course, he's got 2,963 now. Anyways, when Gordy became the all time points leader, who did he pass? Oh, okay. I, I have no idea because it's obviously way before my time. The only guess <laughs> that I could even begin to imagine is the rocket. rocket You're Richard. close. You're close. Ah. It's a Montreal Canadian. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> of course it's a Canadian. It's you're close. Josh is close too, but it's not quite. Remember, it's his points, not goals. Uh, Gordy yeah. passed. He did pass the rocket for goals. Yeah, but overall points. Got nothing. Ready? Yeah. Jean Beliveau, Le Gros Bill. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> course it's a canadian because why wouldn't it be well i mean yeah because i think you know during the original six era there was like montreal and then pretty much everybody else i mean that was kind of yeah how it went. yeah let's yeah. be honest right it's like that I, i'm not gonna say about what it's about but it's about that like that great bill hicks bit when he's like yeah they're in second but after number one there's a big drop off yeah, yeah. pretty much pretty much and yeah barry we'll get you a shirt we'll have it up in the ring for you absolutely absolutely you know, someday when we're, you know, we have a huge contract signed and all that, maybe we'll get uh, Marty's jerseys. We can make that happen. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. That. Slap the logo on everything. Yeah, exactly. We'll get stickers. We'll, you know just run around the odd, slap them on stuff. Sorry. We'll, we'll be like the band Kiss. Just merchandise everything. <laughs> yeah, a coffin, whatever. <laughs> everything. Don't matter. Hockey bags, you name it. Oh, man. Ready for segment two, buddy? Yeah, let's, let's make it happen. It. Let's talk some Let's puck. do it. Start off a little bit of sad news here. Our condolences to the family of Hall of Famer Clark Gillies. Yeah, uh, he passed man. away on Friday at the age of sixty-seven. Just awful. Uh, you know the the young, prototypical young power sucks. forward man, and he was he was awesome. You know, big part of those four consecutive Stanley Cups for the Islanders and Scott and Dom Funkos. Did you make? Can we custom? <laughs> is that a thing? Because if it is, I'll order them. I don't even care. Oh boy. 
So anyways, like I said, our, uh, our condolences to the family. That's just awful. But uh, anyways, let's get into some happier news. How about? That's a great comment. Jeff Hart. Get Adam to do Marty's pin giveaway. Hey, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you right now, if we could get the boys to toss out pins with our logo on it. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. It would be amazing. I think we could make that happen. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's possible. <laughs> That's going to be our goal for 2022. Like, I know that they're like a professional hockey team and they, they're like a big deal. But it's like, I think we could make it happen. Yeah. There's something. Absolutely. And if not, then I'll do it. <laughs> I'm not that good Look, of a skater, but I can try. That's okay. We'll push you around. We'll get you one. Yeah. We'll get you one of those runner blades. Yeah, I gotta get a, a trainer. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. If I don't get my daughter one, oh my god, it'd be the end of the world. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of the comments, happy birthday to Alexander Holtz. He turned 20 on Sunday. 20. He made me really mad the other night. Why? What happened? Shoot the puck. Ah, oh, come on. I'm not a shoot it guy, but you're the best guy on the ice. Shoot the puck. Like, well, trust me, it's insane. It's a nothing, nothing game. There's two shots on goal. Shoot the puck. Like, yeah, but you know what, though? Did you see that pass he made on the, the, the oh, uh, that the pass was the best goal? pass of the game? It was, was awesome. Best pass of the game. It was incredible. You know, I mean, that was great. I so, and in defense, of, in defense of him and everyone else, Swayman played a great game up until the end. I mean, he, yeah. he was solid. He was solid. Yeah. And he kind of fell apart at the end. Uh, two of those goals, there was nothing he was doing about anyway. No, yeah, was, no, I know. You know he, forget he, it. He, that's that Providence team's a good team, man. They, they, they were yeah, good. airtight defense. I mean, I know they gave up four against us, but still, no, they they swallowed up the neutral zone. It was brutal. they did. But do you notice how big they are? Yeah, I yeah, thought the WWE team. was in town for a second. I was like, yeah, what is this? I, yeah. I said, oh my god. Yeah, I forgot what number he was. I didn't catch. I couldn't tell his name or whatever because obviously I don't follow the Bruins. I follow the comments, but Samantha right. bumps my eye. She goes. That is a big human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got some, they got some big grimy brutes on that team. The grizzly bears on skates. You know? Oh, dude, for real, man. They were tough. They were, and they're what? First in their division, right? Yeah. For a reason. First in for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, they were tough. They swallowed up the neutral zone. I mean, we couldn't get anything going for a while. They were, they were, they were tough. They were tough. They were yeah. Good teams. I don't know. Everybody forgets. I mean, Swayman was in Boston for most of this season. So, Swayman came back. So. Had a couple good moments in the playoffs for the Bruins. Yeah, exactly. That's what and, I mean. So Studnik had been up there. I mean, he could. He's solid with the pot. I mean, they they're no joke, man. They're tough. Come to playoffs, it's a team to watch out for. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, though. Josh brings up a great point. Nico gets the shutout. First professional one in North America. So if anybody in here now or hearing this later can get a hold of me and let me know whoever started the whose house Dawes house, oh. you gotta let me know <laughs> who we are. Yeah, that was. So awesome. I can buy you a beer. Cause that's that awesome. was awesome. It was. I'm all about it. Oh, I'll tell you what though. I mean, the, the balls out chance are still just the best. Dude, he's that kid is. I mean, he's tough as nails. Oh yeah. Oh no and he's doubt. Such a good skater for his side. I mean, he's yeah. such a good. And you know, and it's not his position. And again, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the guy again. But like, hey man, every once in a while, you got no one to pass it to, and you're on the blue line. Just let one fly, bud. I mean, yeah, you're strong it. as hell. Just rip it. Come on. Just Why not? It. What do we got? Exactly. Barry popping in here. Boys and oh, okay, talking. Oh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get into that sometime too. But yeah, uh, Gary Heenan chat. He was up in the box with us the other night. I saw him. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool. All right. So, anyways, got one more birthday to get through, and then we'll 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 move on. Happy birthday to Dominic Hashik, the Dominator. Where is he behind me? He there turns is. fifty-seven this That's Saturday. Central. So. Adam turns 32. Dominic Hasek turns 57. Hasek's got to be top five all time, isn't he? 
goaltenders? Top, top three. Yeah. Stop the puck with surgically precise flailing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a great way. I would even it. argue, I would even argue. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. He, he might be the best ever. I, <laughs> honestly. I, honestly, I, who's the top? Who would you say is the top three? We'll, we can get into this. Everybody says Marty, but in my opinion, Marty, a lot of it's just because he played for an eternity. So he's got a bunch of, a bunch of, records. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I hate these kind of lists. I, I, I really do. For this reason, I can't stand it's it. It's well, it's just impossible to compare eras. Right. Right. Yes. Right. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so because, hard. I mean, you know, if, if you have like, you know, like an old time would say, well, what about George Vesna? Right. Right. Or even going right. back to like Johnny Bauer or Terry Sawchuck. Rogi Vashan, right? Right. And, you know, modern people will say, well, yeah, but that was there. They wouldn't do anything in this era. But if you took, like, the goaltenders of now and put them back in their era with the equipment that they played with and the rules that they played with, right. how would the goaltenders of today do? I mean, you could say right. the same thing for Jimmy Craig. <laughs> for, hey, for those for the obvious weeks, reason. absolutely. <laughs> for know? the obvious reason. <laughs> You know, and it, it, wait, that's another thing not to play the flip side of that. I'm not, I'm on USA, baby, all the way. It's not what I'm going to say, but you can make that argument because there's somebody that you would never really know. Tridiac was unbelievable. Right. Exactly. I mean, un, if he exactly. spent his prime in the NHL, like that guy, it, it's the, I don't, it might not even be a real quote, but it's in the movie. But the, the, when he's like, you score on Tridiac, keep the puck. It doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. No kidding. And it, here's a, some interesting side trivia for you. So you know that he was drafted by the Montreal Canadiens in 1984, right. Right. right? Now, could you imagine if he had come over or was able to come over, would Patrick Waugh had ever been in existence? Because think about it. Patrick Waugh burst on the scene in 86, right? So if Trediac right. was there, chances are pretty good. We don't see Patrick Waugh, at least not until right. much later, right. or if he ended up on another team. So it's just incredible how this is why these works. conversations are insane. They just don't, it's so hard to just like who you, you can't. Yeah, exactly. It, it, Cause that's another Patrick was on that list too. But then what if he's right. not, you know, it's right. I mean, that's why I just, I can't stand. And I, and I know like, you know, everybody, you know, like the NFL likes to put out their top 100 lists, like every five years or something right. like that. NHL did it with their centennial Remember in 2017. Yeah. That yeah. top 100 list. If you ask me, it was, some of it was right. pretty much a farce, but you know, that's right. just my opinion. Sure. And uh, yeah, there's no, sorry. There's no way Jonathan Taze belongs in the top 100 players. I, 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 okay. What do we do? Come on. Like come on. that's let's, recency let's, bias and you know it. Yeah, like, let's be realistic here. Okay. Come on. come on. Oh, trust Especially be like, obviously I'm, this is a hockey show, but like as a baseball fan, it's it, when people are like, Oh, who's the, like, do you really want to have this conversation? Yeah. It's impossible. It is. It's, totally impossible no it's, it's I, yeah I, that's why i just i can't i think with these kind of things you you almost have to break it down by ear and just do that right do, you, you know because yeah. you cannot compare players from the 50s in any sport not just hockey but right. you can't compare players from like the 30s to the 50s to yeah. players now you, right. you just can't it's impossible it's even so, hard to compare gretzky to guys now today yeah it, you know what i'm saying and i'm not going to disrespect wayno on his birthday so don't make me it's not gonna happen yeah right right <laughs> How dare you? That's blasphemy. Yeah, exactly. But it's true. I mean, that's for it's sure. exactly it. It's exactly 100%. it. 100%. I mean, the, the the way, like, either way, that's it. I don't. We don't need to get into this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you are in such a good mood. I don't want to get your blood No, I'm up. in a good mood. It's a fun, they're fun <laughs> conversations to have, but you're right because they're impossible. 
Yeah. Like, I, do you want me to sit here and tell you that Alex Ovechkin is better than Wayne Gretzky? Because I'm not going to do it. Like, it's just not going to happen. Right. Is he a better goal scorer? Yeah, probably. Is he a better passer? Absolutely not. No. Not even close. No. So, I mean, that's – and that's just it. So, but it, it, you're right. It is fun. I mean, there's just no getting around that. But, yeah. anyways. Sure, the X-Grace hey. goaltender of all time. <laughs> I tell you, you know, that's I, – I wish. Of all the, the Soviets that came over yeah. after that whole, you know, thing started to be opened up a little bit, Treyak was the one I would have really have loved yes. to see over here. Yeah. You know, incredible. especially the era that it would have been during, too. Yes, I know it. Could you Adam Decker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. E-bug the other night, baby. Let's go. Let's uh, go. I mean, could you imagine like Trediac with the Flames playing against the Oilers during that whole oh, Battle of Alberta? Big oh, my God. Era? Can you imagine? Imagine that. Oh, it'd be incredible. If there's any guy that you can just drop into that, that would have really no idea what's going on, but could handle the pressure, it would have been him, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Incredible. Oh, man. Battle would be the worst. (laughs) Jeez. Man, it's crazy. Uh, Funny how things work out. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what. Shifting back to modern times, our uh, Utica College Pioneers men's hockey team is on an absolute roll, Dom. Yeah, they're buzzing. A pair of seven to nothing victories in the state of Pennsylvania this past weekend. Uh, Lebanon Valley and Arcadia. It was at uh, Friday and Saturday night. And then. Dude, they didn't give up a goal. I know. Period. I know. Nothing. I know. I know. It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, man. Uh, coaching has got the boys buzzing. There's just no doubt about that. I yeah. mean, it's – I actually I'm, – I'm having a hard time believing that they're still ranked three. I mean – Yeah. With, the, with but, the amount of competition that they've played so far, I mean, as far as, like, high-level kind of competition – Justin you know? Stevens could be tough. Saturday. Yeah, Stevenson could be a very tough game because they gave him a little bit of problems last time oh, in yeah. Stevenson. Uh, so, yeah, Josh, you're definitely right about that. Um, but I t- but the the way they're rolling right now, I I, I, I got to be honest, I'd put, up, put them up against anybody. I know. No, they're getting hot at the right time. Yeah. Really going to be able to be able to close out the regular season. And but that also, though, on the same token, is that not that they're not not that everybody doesn't always want to beat Utica if they're playing them. But right. you're getting to that point now where guys, you know, are looking like, hey, you know, here's the polls. We're getting towards the end of the season. Like we could really use a big win here. They're going to be gunning for the Pioneers every chance. Oh, no get, doubt. Which obviously they already are. But it's but I mean, they're playing great. They, they look great out there. It's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I t- and you know what? Our guy, John Makovic, scored both opening goals this past weekend. So, team Roll Whalers. Yeah. <laughs> he's a stud, man. He's, oh, man, he's a solid player. And he's he been on a tear all year, and he just isn't slowing down, which is oh, beautiful. Exactly. Because that's been the thing, right? The last two years, obviously, you know, everything happened last year. We didn't really play, whatever. But then this year, it's like missing a lot of pieces. Who's going to score? Right. And Monk's right. stepping up. I mean, you, we missed out on some real solid pieces. You know, Landrigan's gone. That hurts a lot. But sure. now Monk's stepping up. He's got good hands. Like Jeff, Jeff says, Jeff would know watching him play. Yeah. He's, he's exactly. sick, man. Kid's a good player. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and I then you got, you. they got his former teammate, Ozzy, running around like the little Energizer Bunny out there, getting involved every way he can. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well, like I said, they got, uh, they got uh, Stevenson this Saturday and then yeah, Chatham this uh, Sunday. So, well, like I said, they're, they're just, they're rolling and keep it rolling boys. Keep it going. Absolutely. Yes, 
So, Tuesday night, Keith Yandel became the new Ironman of the NHL, having played in his 965th consecutive game, passing Doug Jarvis for the record. But, you know, here's the thing, Dom. Yandel really isn't having all that great of a season, and neither are the Flyers, really. Yeah, they cost me uh, 600 bucks. What's that? My buddy's been hooked on the, the gambling online. Oh, he okay, keeps okay. asking me to pick hockey games for him because he doesn't know hockey. I got every game I picked right besides the Flyers game. And I was I was off by one. One wow. goal. It's freaking wow. Islanders. Cats. <laughs> well, listening. let me ask you something then. Uh, with Yandel not having such a great season, and neither, like I said, are the Flyers, now that he's got the record. Right. Would they be wrong to sit him to try to get some, uh, maybe call up a couple of prospects, try to get them some playing time? Or is it one of those situations where, you know what, we're not going anywhere this season anyway. Let him continue his streak, and we'll worry about it in the offseason. Uh, well, okay. So the Flyers right now are literally the seller dweller of their division. I think probably the conference, right? Right. Well, so even- almost, yeah. Almost close, close. I don't know who who who's. I, I would Ottawa. assume, yeah. Uh, and Montreal's just got. Oh, Montreal, yeah, yes, Montreal's yes. behind Ottawa. I mean, they're just right. got off. That's right. So I love seeing the Flyers in turmoil. One hundred percent, Josh. Agree. Thousand <laughs> percent. I love it. I love it so much. I wish Big Mac wasn't there rotting away. But either way, <laughs> um, you know who's definitely not the best goaltender of all time? Carter Hart. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming. Uh, honestly. Let it ride, man. Let him play. He's not going to make a difference. Right. Like they, they're not. They don't have a chance of making a, a, an impact in any way, shape, or form. And then even if you have guys, young guys, you want to get in, even if Yance isn't having a good year, I mean, he's a vet. He's been around the block. He knows the game. Like, let him play with these guys. He can show right. them a thing or two. Right. Like, I say let him go. Unless he if, – if he wants to come out, take him out. If right. he's hurting or something like that, now that he's got the record – Sure, but yeah. I mean, this guy doesn't get hurt. Made it through COVID. I yeah. mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Let it ride, man. Oh, you know, I would love to see him get to a thousand. Yeah, I would love to see that. And here, and- here's the thing, too. Right now, it's something to give Flyers fans to at least stay engaged in the game. Yeah, yeah, you know I, I, mean? I can like, see that. I gotta tune in and see Yance play. Like, I gotta. What if, what if something happens tonight? Oh my God, he's gonna right. the streak going. Blah blah blah. You know, that's. That's because, that's why I see it. Because you make a, a very good point, and what harm is it going to do? Right. You know, there, there's no right. harm in it right now. Now, what would be ideal for him is if he was, you know, maybe traded to a team that was looking for some depth on defense, like a contender. Yeah. But the danger in that is if you're going to a contender, there's the reason you're going is to just basically fill in in case. Yeah. And that's a, a almost like a, a great way to spend a little time in the press box. So that's a great uh, way to be a healthy scratch. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Barry's so, going to make up pucks with our logo on it. So if anyone wants a awesome. puck with a logo, we got you. Josh, pens are in your. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> Having Malkin back helps a lot, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. I don't know if anybody knew this. Yeah, I've been well, saying this for years. If Getty Malkin is really good at hockey. No way. Yeah. And I, I'm not I'm not a Sid hater. I love Sid. I think it's just from being a fan at my age, you know, right. it's like, there's people that hate him because they think he's soft. Granted, there was a lot of stuff he did that was pathetic back in the day, yeah. but it's, it's, he's not, he's outgrown it though. He's incredible. I mean, he's such a good hockey player. You know what? I'm going to tell you something right now. And people call me, you know, crazy. Every time I mention this, I still 
think he is on par with Connor McDavid. And I'll tell you why. Yes, Connor McDavid is a human video game. There's no doubt about that. But I've said this a thousand times, and I'll say it a thousand more times. Sidney Crosby is one of those very, very rare players that can make anybody around him better. Yes. Connor McDavid doesn't do that because right. they, Edmonton has such a hard time finding guys that can play with him for obvious right. reasons. I mean, the guy, like I said, he's a human Incredible. video game. So fast. You know, uh, it doesn't. But so, Sidney Crosby, you or I could get on his line and, and score 20 goals. He does something. Sid is one of the best all time, in my opinion, at something that can't be demonstrated in a statistic or a rating or anything. The way he sees the ice is unparalleled. I mean, oh, yeah. his his ability to just see a play develop before it happens it is unlike anything I've ever seen. Like he does things like that. The through the legs behind the back pass he made the other day didn't. He? Right. I mean, that was ridiculous. Right, is it, insane. I mean, he does things that you can't measure in statistics. And right. like, yeah, he doesn't lead the league in goals. I like, sure, whatever. But it doesn't matter. He makes his team better exponentially every game. Yeah, exponentially. Zach, yeah, Zach McEwen. Yeah, he's on a rampage. He's got like six fights this year. He's he's like <laughs> well, he's going old Zidane O'Char, Did you see that one? Oh <laughs> man, just stop. I love Zach. I have <laughs> me too. I have, me I got, too. He's I, awesome. <laughs> I got Zach's jersey downstairs. I love Zach. He's awesome. I, I just I don't know. There's something about like I'm like, hey man, I don't know if you know this, but you got really good hands. Like you're a pretty good hockey player. You don't have to fall into like the enforcer role. You can actually probably play. But right. he's decided to just have. I think he's got like five or six fights already this year. He's on a rampage. Yeah, absolutely. Which doesn't sound like a lot compared to like years of past when guys would fight 30 times, but now like right. the most is like 10. Right. Like DRNA will fight 10 times and then that's like the record for or the, the elite is the league. You know what I mean? Right. It's, so he's got five already. Like we're, we're going after it. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Penguins, I see uh, Jeff Carter signed a two year extension today. Yeah. So. Pretty incredible what he's done, actually, too, since coming over from L.A. Yeah. And that is going to be the perfect segue to finish up with us talking about the Rangers-Kings game. Because uh, everybody knows I'm an L.A. Kings fan. Dom's a New York Rangers fan. Uh, you know what? That that game that they played the other night, Monday night, nobody yeah. deserved to lose that game. That was one of the best goaltending matchups I've seen in a long time. I mean, really. I, he's, what, 36? Yeah, Quickie still got it, man. He's a yeah. stud. Oh, my God. He's a brick wall. Some yeah. of the saves he made, no business making some of those saves. No. I mean, no no exaggeration. The Rangers could have scored seven goals. I oh, mean, yeah. it was it was incredible. Oh, he, he looked great. And then Shesterkin's just, you know, he's developing into his own every week. I mean, he's well on sure. his way to being a top five goaltender in the league, hopefully. I mean, he he's a stud. And then the Kings – I'm they got a lot of talent still on that team. I mean, they really do. They're a yeah, fun they're, team to watch. They're getting there. Yeah, they're getting there. They yeah. still got a couple of guys left over from the the two St- uh, Stanley Cup wins, but yeah, you know, they're they're still a year or two away. I think. I uh, but you know what? I, you know, what I was surprised at, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, no, I got to no, no, say no. before <laughs> I forget. So this was the first meeting between Quentin Byfield and Alexi Lafreniere because Byfield didn't play in the game earlier this season in L.A. <laughs> of course right? there might be an autograph in here i'm not opening might be, it yet might be, <laughs> might be. not opening so yet. i was actually surprised that this game wasn't on like tnt or espn to kind of really bump that game up they might try to do that next year i wouldn't be surprised oh they have to because i mean byfield that he's a hell of a player man the kid's a stud 
you yeah, know, and then Lafreniere, if he can, you know, stay healthy or whatever his issues are lately, if he can, he, as I watch him all the time. And the, the joke is by all the people who aren't Rangers fans that always oh, a bust or whatever. He's 19 years old. He's got a lot, yeah. of time, you know, you know, and it's, I tell you, here's the, here's the thing, right? People get spoiled. Yes. By the whole idea of like a Connor McDavid or a Jack Eichel or an Austin Matthews who are drafted number one yes. overall make an immediate impact. To be perfectly honest with you, most drafts, even your number one overall player, isn't going to come into the league right away and make a huge impact. Right. It's reality, right? right. So just right to get off is a bust already. Is, He's a child. Yeah, <laughs> with a beard. He's a child with, with a beard. beard. Yeah, with a beard. <laughs> and Curtis Joseph fabric. And nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Got a Cujo fabric, and that's dope. Nice. That's sweet. That is. That's, that's really cool. Played with the Dominator. Yeah. Exactly. Like Mark Mowers, six degrees of Mark Mowers. Yeah, we got to make that a segment. We do. Six that could be your Mark official Mowers. segment right there. Absolutely. But no, that, <laughs> that matchup, like, it's like we talked about. I mean, you got two of the biggest markets in sports. Right. Clashing. And they're both on their way up. See, and even though, you know, you know they're still a couple years away, I was going to text you in the shootout, but I couldn't handle the shootout because my heart was, <laughs> I was having heart palpitations. I don't care how old he is or, or whatever. I never want to bet against Anze Kovatar ever. Like, right. I, just, I just don't feel comfortable <laughs> with that. Like, ah, uh, man, they sent him on. Like, ah, uh, here we go. Like, ah, uh, here we go. But then, what was it? Him? They, I think Gallant does these things on purpose because they sent him out, and then Panarin came out. I think right. he does these because right. the other night against the Hurricanes, Tony D's playing. Blah blah blah. Who do they put in goal? They could have put Shesterkin. They should have right. put Shesterkin. Georgiev. Georgiev. Yeah. So, but then Byfield goes out. Not only does Byfield yeah. go out, he buries one. Who's the next one out? Lafreniere. Right you had to know that was coming. Yeah, it's you that's intentional. That's intentional. There's no way it isn't. That's a hundred percent intentional. <laughs> and it's that's beautiful because the Rangers, and it's not a biased thing. Like people, I, I don't have to clarify that it's not a biased thing, by the way. They have the, they're the fourth best team in the league. It's not biased. Right. The Rangers are good. This team is good. Everyone deal with it. Yeah. Gallant has the swagger about the way he coaches with stuff like that. He makes boneheaded moves, like the fact that Lieber Hayek's still a Ranger for some reason. But then he does that, and it's awesome. Like, it. oh, the Lafreniere skating by the King's bench going like this. Oh, dude. Oh. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, this is going to be a very fun rivalry in a couple of years. 100%. And you know what? It would be phenomenal for the league to have. Absolutely. You know, great teams and their two biggest markets. Absolutely. Going at it constantly. You know, it would just be fantastic for the league. But uh, are you a little disappointed that uh, Brendan Lemieux apparently did not get a call from the Department of Player Safety? No. I'm, I mean, I honestly, yeah, it was, a, it was a stupid hit on his part. It was dumb. He tried to put him into the fourth row. You know, it's like, what are you doing? Right. But he got a five minute major and got tossed. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, you know, see, that's it. That's all it needed so, to be. I mean, you know, that's that's fine. I heard, I, mean, I heard from uh, my phone was, by the way, when that happened, my phone was blowing up. I, oh, yeah, of course. I thought I was going to put the thing on the charger for a little while. And I'm like, yeah. listen, I'm not the referee. What are you, what are you guys getting all mad at me for? You know? I know. I know. And I mean, Lindgren's tough as hell, so he can handle that. You know, it's not. He and, got right back up. So, I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, it was just a boneheaded play. And they taught that, like, that's, that's it. That's all. I need. I'm never a guy that, like is all up in arms that, oh, this guy's got to get suspended. Like, not everything needs to be a suspension. Like, there's right. things that need to be. I fully understand that. But that's just – it's a dumb play, and they toss him, right. and that's it. That's a wrap. And right. then you know, you know, you know, you know he's going to do stuff like that. Like, you know it. Exactly. That's his position on the team is to right. be a pigeon. Like, that's yeah. his job. Exactly. It, you know, so 
and you know, no harm, no foul. Yeah, Lindgren got busted up a little bit, but he's he bleeds every game. It's a part of <laughs> it's in the game plan at some point today. Ryan Lindgren's gonna bleed. Yeah, he's, you know? he's the Chuck Wepner of hockey. Yeah, it's the Bayonne bleeder. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, like like if if that was Panarin and he was on one knee trying to get up yeah. and then he hit him like that, yeah, then I understand. But right, right. It's hockey. It doesn't love that the ref. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they did, did too. Yeah, they did. <laughs> did they ever? <laughs> oh man. That was, especially down the stretch. They had, they, there were so many, we're getting out of here. Non calls. Yeah. No kidding. Right. <laughs> they just wanted to go home. Yeah. Which I get it. I totally get it, but don't break up. Don't break out the shutout boys. Yeah. Really? Like, what are you doing? Really? <laughs> oh man. But yeah, well, yeah no, that's good, good. Good game. It, it was. And um, you know what's cool about it too is it's not just not just Lafreniere and Byfield, but both teams have other young guys. Yes, that's the whole great. thing. That's the like, whole thing. I mean, Adam Fox is so good at hockey; it doesn't even make sense. Right. Oh. Right. Uh, speaking of defensemen, so you know the the trade rumors are starting to fly around already. Huh. You know, some have both the Rangers and the Kings in on Jacob Chikrin. Yeah. Elliot Friedman says both of them are out for now. Would it make sense for the Rangers? Because I know for the Kings, it would make all the sense in the world to even overpay to get Chikrin. Because that's the one thing they're missing is a, a right. dynamic left defenseman. But would it make right. sense for the Rangers to give up a ton to get him? Considering um, how strong their defense already is. Well, okay. You've so, got, I mean, you've got Fox, you've got Truba, yeah. you've got Keandre Miller, who's up and coming. Right. Uh, Nicholas Lundqvist, is he still up or is he back down to Hartford? Um, I believe I don't think he played last game. I don't remember if he's down though. Are they still doing the taxi squad nonsense? Yes, that's yeah. So they're shuffling the him around. Break. Okay. Well, All the right. one thing, even if it's say say the Rangers trade for Chickren, or say that's the guy you're using, right? Yeah. Just it's not even just the positional, but with him, it's he's under control for what four more years? Four years, yeah. At four point so, six million. Yeah. And yeah. that's why it's yeah. going to cost so. Did you see what they want for him? They almost I want the equivalent want of the Eichel package. Which, here's the you thing. know what? With when it comes to the Rangers, the Kings are in a different position because you guys are not like you're getting close to being there. Like you said, two years. Right. The Rangers, they resign. They extended Adam Fox and Shesterkin. You're right. you're you're there. It's over. Yeah, the window's open. It's oh yes. So yeah, there is no prospect in that organization right now that's not like untouchable. You can't trade. There's right. nobody that's untouchable. Yes. In my opinion, at least, I was Rangers fan because every Rangers fan thinks that every New York—it's not just the Rangers, it's New York sports. Every right. prospect we get is going to be Wayne Gretzky or Babe Ruth. Like that's just the reality. It's just how it works. Hey, Dave Dunn. I don't understand. They love the re- Gallant. Yeah, Gallant's awesome. I mean, he's a player's coach. The players love him for the reason why they like say he does stuff like play Georgiev when they're playing against the the, the Hurricanes because Tony D's out, or he sends right. Lafreniere out because Byfield was just out in the shootout. Like right. that's exactly. why the players love him. And he yeah. punches Ryan Reeves in the face and doesn't die. Like, know, right? <laughs> stuff like that, you know. But if you can, if you can pull Chikrin, by all means, go right ahead. The the yeah. issue that I have is they still need five on five scoring. They keep finding ways to win. I understand, like our power play is right. good, and they got guys that can score. Like I, you have a team with Mika Zibanejad, Panarin, and oh, league leading Chris Kreider and goal is not a big deal. Hey, how are you? Um, you can't really complain that much about the scoring, but at the same time, it's like when you make it to the playoffs, like what's going to happen. So like, if you want to bundle, like if you're going to bundle it and you're going to go for somebody like, and you want to maybe pull a Tomas hurdle instead yeah. by all means, but that's going to close up the next couple of years in a w- position that's going to get weird. Cause you're going to have to extend Ryan Strom. Yeah. 
apparently. I don't know why. Apparently he's good at hockey now. Even right. though, you know, Gorton got on a podium like two years ago. was like, we've literally done everything we can to trade this guy and no one wants him. Yeah. But now yeah, he's one of the best of... players. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, like, wow. Well, yeah. You, you are not a very good salesman. Are you? No. It's like, we've literally, tra- I've done everything I can to trade this guy and he's still here. Like, but, and now we got to extend him, which is, uh, but then it goes back to, Hey, you know, we should have not traded Pavel Buchnevich. Like that would have been great. I know. So I, know. I, I this is, I, I can, I can never understand that move. I know. I, I just don't get it. I like Why Sammy they... Blay, but it's not the same. I don't know. It just seems like sometimes the Rangers just get so hot to try to get rid of some guys. I, I don't, I don't get it because they didn't but... want to extend him next year, which I get, but now Sammy Blay's yeah. hurt. Like it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, it's, and I know that they wanted to get some more size on the team, but it's not like Buchnevich was a small guy. He's six, three, two fifteen. He's tough as hell. And the si- the fact that, and, that the, in size he makes for it and being Russian. And he's got, a, yeah. Yeah. And he's got a scorer's touch, you yes. know? Yeah. You know, I was thinking he, earlier, you know, who would be ideal for the Rangers to get at the trade deadline or even before it, even though it would probably never happen. Claude Giroux. Uh, I don't know if the Flyers would trade within the division like that. He's got a no move clause, though, doesn't he? Yeah, but you know what, though? If he's got you a think chance he's gonna to go wave after a cup, for the Rangers, if he he's might. got a chance to go after a cup, he yeah. Might. Oh, he yeah. Might. There's he no might. doubt. That might have to be one of those uh, get another team in there to facilitate the trade. So that the Flyers management or the Flyers can say to their fan base, "Hey, right. we didn't trade our captain to like our most hated rival." Yeah. Right. So wait. So okay. So as a Rangers fan, this yeah. is where I'm at with this. Just to kind of give it like a roundabout answer, I guess. Chickering would be awesome, but I'm really not that worried about the defense, especially when our goaltender is yeah. Igor Sturkin. That's really why not that worried about it. That's why I was so surprised seeing the Rangers being involved in that rumor. I mean, I yeah. guess the Rangers end up always involved in any trade rumor there is. Yeah, it, especially it is. right now, because they're a contender, they're going to get mixed in every And not just because they're a contender, everybody wants to trade with them right now. They have a wealth in prospects. They have a yeah. wealth in picks. And they have, for the next couple of years, some cap space. So right. everybody wants to trade with a team like that. It's not just because it's the Rangers and they're competitive. It's if this was Ottawa and they were minor, minorly successful right now, people right. want to trade with them the same way because they right. can, you have the potential to potentially sure. fleece Chris Drury. Like, right. I, no disrespect to him, but no, it but he's got once. He's got to, man, he's got to prove he can do it. Right. Right. It's, we we yeah. just mentioned the time that it happened. Um, Pavel Buchnevich. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so we're going to trade with anybody, but the blues. <laughs> definitely oh, not tampa yeah oh yeah out. i think that's done uh, yeah that that's done i think oh yeah and and all these people are talking about jt miller they, no we're done with jt miller we're done with jt miller <gasps> he's you and you know how i know that because he was good with us and he was good with tampa but both of those organizations let him go for some reason and now vancouver wants to trade him there's a reason for it he's I, a great player yeah I don't... There's there's something going on if they want to get rid of him. That's what the right. it's, maybe he's not a good clubhouse guy. It happens. Maybe. Like that's just the reality. But the the issue with the, the change in the management of the Rangers is that the one guy that's always been pulling the strings, like the Sith Lord in the back, like Emperor Palpatine, <laughs> is Glenn Sather. <laughs> he's been there the whole time through this administration, through the last one, through the one before that, and the next one to come. Emperor Sather is back, Jeez. and like the Sather Lord with the foot the up. The Sather strikes back. Yeah, the, the Sather strikes back. Glenn Sather is calling the shots, and Glenn Sather, I have faith in. So Chris <laughs> Jury can pretend to be the GM all he wants, 
It's Glenn Sather. <laughs> oh, boy. Just saying, man. That's, I mean, he's not like he hasn't been around that, the block. That is the first time I have ever heard even remotely any kind of close, like a comparison like that. That, that That's amazing. I got to give it to you. Well, listen, and that, well, you know, think about the organizations he's been in before. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I don't know if you've ever heard of this one team. Um, oh, who are they? Oh, the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I have faith yeah. in Glenn. He might have done something at some point in history. Yeah, he's done a thing yeah. or two. You know, I got some faith. <laughs> and then even then, you know who the other one, though, that we've talked about? I think we talked about on the show, but another guy that they've talked to. Uh, I've heard some rumors, and the only real rumors I've heard this coming from, I guess, are from, like, Rangers outlets. But it falls back onto the whole – um, trading for a younger guy is Arteri Lekeman from the Hats yeah. because they got the matchup. I mean, you got Jeff Gordon in there. Well, you know who else is available from them? Tyler Toffoli. Ravioli, Ravioli. Here comes yeah. Tyler Toffoli. So I like Tyler Toffoli, man. He's a stud. Yeah, I mean, the only the only thing with him, he's so streaky. I know, so streaky. He can put. I mean, when he's when he's on, weeks. man, he's one of the best goal scorers in the NHL. But when he's off. Oof. Yeah, it's it's you know? a shame he didn't. He, I, I genuinely think you would know, obviously, because you're a Kings fan. But he did to an extent, but I don't think he ever got the type of hype he should have, just because he was in L.A. Yeah, L.A. is obviously such a big sports market, but it is the West Coast, so a lot of people in hockey tend to kind of just forget about the West Coast sometimes. Right, and, right. And it's true. Tof- yeah, Toffoli's just a stud, man. He's sick. I mean, he. Any anybody's got his name that rhymes with ravioli? I'm in with. Yeah, right. I I, I do kind of laugh when they do like the like season preview. And you can tell, like, when the writers are from the East, when they're trying yeah, to talk about the yeah, West, yeah, yeah. they have no clue no, at all what they're talking about. That's like, ah, Abs- okay. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's, oh, it's it's crazy. That's why when people, but for some reason they love Colorado. I don't understand it. Is it maybe it's because you know they they loved the Nordiques or something? I have no idea. Hey, there's nothing wrong with any having love for the Nordiques. They were awesome. I got a hat downstairs. Love it. There you go, Joe Sackick. <laughs> you do not get to talk to Mr. Uh, Sackick like that. Best uh, story in the history of hockey. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Oh, that is great. so awesome. <clears throat> Dave Dunn, by the way, you see him up in the comments there. I do. Uh, says he can't wait to be on sometime in February. There's a little backstory behind this. I don't know if I ever told you or not. Uh, Dave used to be the assistant trainer for the Mohawk Valley Stars. Oh, yeah. And so what we're trying to do is put together like a Mohawk Valley Stars reunion show. Very cool. Which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it says, have a got to have a drink at the game Friday, guy. You bet we do. So absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, buddy, that's all I got. Uh, that 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 was fun. This has been a solid show, Scott. And be honest, everybody else uh, that tuned in and said they want to yeah, share, we uh, that. absolutely. We, you know what? We just want to thank you to everybody who comments and, and interacts with us. That's what makes the show so much fun. And you know, the oh, for sure, the more people, the merrier. And we just love having you guys watch. And we just we really appreciate that too. So sporting his proudest jersey. I wish I could get my hands on one of those. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got the clock. I was gonna say maybe you know what? Maybe what you could do is make like a, a chain out of it, kind of like flavor flav. Flavor flav. Yeah. <laughs> For the prowlers. I gotta clock. get a big. I gotta get a big hat and glasses and yeah. tape and show up your, to your comments jersey and the prowlers clock. Yeah. Shirts pucks. Oh, and that pins. would be awesome. Shirts pucks and pins. That almost sounds like a store, doesn't it? Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> we'll definitely have to get on that that's for sure uh, all right folks well listen thanks for listening thanks to adam pollock for coming on that was that oh great was dude awesome. he's a great guy that was absolutely a blast. it was it was great jersey. yeah barry i bet you got everything yeah 
that there's a jersey he doesn't have. <laughs> yeah, right. Barry, you got to have some cool – yeah, we, we got to get Barry something with the logo on it, and we'll have him get it up there in the rink. That would be pretty cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got to take right. a trip down there, too. For cool. sure. We'll be, For maybe sure. We'll drag Jeremy or whatever. Yeah. Another great one. Cheers. Yeah, yeah thanks, Josh. Yeah, when, Appreciate it. Yeah, when Jeremy's not working, we'll have to we'll have to get him down there. So <laughs> yeah, it's all about working. Yeah. All right, Chair. <laughs> uh, I was taking a break. So taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, like I said, thank you to Adam Pollock for the vice president of the Utica Commons for coming on. So for Dom Real, I'm Scott Kinville. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week on Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. Oh yeah. Give me some stuff, folks. We're, we're gonna, and then you know, what we're gonna do, we're gonna go to the SPHL and find somebody. Yeah. To, to here's, here's my question. So, yeah, USPHL, I'm sure they will have players to play. Absolutely, you know, they will. I mean, I cover, hey, I covered that league, I broadcast for that league. There's some players in there that could play, sure, they could do, do it. Why not? I don't care. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> they got some really cool teams down there, too. I gotta tell you. But shout out to the Jersey Shore Whalers of the USPHL team I covered. Hey, the there Boston you go. Team. So shout out to those guys. That's actually their team is actually owned by Jim Dowd, a former Devil uh, himself. So there's a fun really? fact for all of you, ladies and gentlemen. I did not nice. know that. Very cool. So Armand, we've got to look as Comets fans at Sammy LaBerge and Tyler Irvine. We know what they can do. Tell us a little bit about Grasso and Jordan Kaplan, who's the other one that was called up. Grasso. You know. Like the Kaplan move, <laughs> the Kaplan move, the Kaplan move surprised me, because Kaplan hasn't done much this year. He's had his bursts, you know, of playing well, but he hasn't been, you know, he's been a guy who, when we need forwards, which you know, is ninety nine percent of the time, but when we don't, he he tends to be a healthy scratch lately, and you know, I think mean, he had. Four or five games where he's a healthy scratch and they came back and scored. So I was surprised to see a guy like him get a call up. I think maybe they just want to give him playing time. I mean, we saw we saw a lot of guys go up to Utica and Adirondack had their COVID outbreak. Right. Um, Lovely. Yeah, yeah. We had one of those. Those are those are great. Yeah. Dude, gotta love it. <laughs> um, but I have to be honest. The one thing I'm really loving Faderotic this year is the the uh, Nick Rivera, Tyler Irvine, and Patrick Grasso line. That line has been probably the best line for Adirondack this year. Not too flashy, you know. You're getting goals from Irvine, but it's not. It, besides Irvine, you know, I don't expect that to be the scoring line. You know, I expect MacArthur to do more. You know, Shane Harper, who fun fact when you said this day to day thing, Neil. So he gets hurt in training camp. And my source goes, he's got a broken jaw. He's going to be out six weeks, right? <laughs> so I go, I go into the press conference knowing this, and I ask Coach about it. So he goes, he's day-to-day. <laughs> Is your coach going to go okay, uh, my chance? <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll yeah. be day-to-day for a while here, aren't we? <laughs> day-to-day for the next six weeks, yeah. Oh, man. Dude. That's- yeah, well, that, but that's, you know what? I, I got to tell you. Guys, that's my favorite line day to day, upper body injury. But you know, I mean, obviously, people get aggravated with, with hockey because they're, they're not always so forthcoming about injuries and stuff like that. But I think that's pretty much across never. sports. And, <laughs> and it's so frustrating because, you know, I mean, Dude, in the real- NFL, if somebody gets hurt, they just immediately say, you know, Adam Schefter today goes, oh, by the way, just to let you guys know, I tore my ACL. Yeah. 
He just comes out and says it. But if you say if you say in hockey what you hurt, what like what's the worst that's gonna happen? You what you can't play anymore? You weren't playing anyway. I don't understand. Like, are you gonna get? Is it like the mafia? Is it like if you speak out loud, you're gonna get taken out? Like, I don't understand. Like, why it's so hard to just say, all right, the dude broke his leg. That's all we know. Like, he broke his leg. That's exact. What you think is. What you think is exactly what it is. He broke his leg. What's so dumb is that, like, they said before, Dougie Hamilton has an upper body injury. We know what it is. He, he hurt his we saw it. We're not stupid. His jaw is hanging off his body. It's broken. We know. It's on the floor. Jaw. It's on the floor. He is, he's been spitting chiclets. It's, it's all it's, – it's everywhere. But, no, it's just called upper body. So, I mean, it's just like – you know, if you get hit in the stomach, if you have like a stomach tear, is that upper or lower body? Like, what are we calling oh, that? That's a good question. We're going to say middle body injury. Yeah. They'll, they'll change, they'll, they'll create a new term, middle body. There well, we that's go. what I was going to say with Dawes. With Dawes, he had a hip injury, right? Yeah. Wait, wait, so what, wait. That wasn't wait, lower wait. body, Did right? Did you just say that Nico Dawes has a hip injury? <laughs> no, please tell me you didn't just say that that's what his injury is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, we're not. No, no, no. But like, is that what he's dealing? Like, do we know for a fact what he's dealing with, or are they just not telling you? I thought it was a knee injury, but if you know, but again, it's it's all very. If it's the dreaded hip injury, which would be the third devil this year to have a hip injury, he's not coming back. They're lying to you. (laughs) He's day to day. (laughs) They're lying to you. Let me just tell you this now: they are lying to you. (laughs) They're lying to everybody. If he has a hip injury. He's going to be like Miles Wood, like Jonathan Bernier. He's not going to play. <laughs> Period. I'm so sick of this. I love getting him going. My brother's up a while ago because I, <laughs> I, I was talking to Molly Walker a while back. I said, I said, what do we do with coaches who just like won't give us a just, She goes, you know what you got to do? You got to ask them, well, is this expensive? Something we expect long term. I was like, you know, that's that's a good point. But still, nobody tells anybody anything. Yeah, and then we'll never tell you. So good luck with that. It's secret agent stuff. Oh, My dude, question it's... is for, for, for you, Scott. Where the hell has Michael Vukovich been? He played today. Really? He's playing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've been well. The comments have, haven't lost Kevin Ball. Well, you guys don't have much here. <laughs> yeah, and and Watherspoon being out, and again, I got to believe that was not a healthy scratch today. And you know what? Now that I think about it. I don't think he played New Year's Eve either. Now that I think about it, I have no idea. Against Lehigh I Valley, know. I don't think he was in the lineup. Didn't I hear so, a rumor that he might be going to the Olympics? Or am I dreaming? Yes, you did. did I hear that. that? I remember Drager I read the list for the other day. Was it Team Canada? I read the list of like potential like thirty players, yeah. and I was like, oh look, there's Owen Power, Mason McTavish. All right, I could I could see that. Uh, Devin Dubnik, I love it. Love to see it. And then Tyler Witherspoon. And I'm like, why? <laughs> is it that bad? Are we that – is it? Is it that – is everybody that depleted? Well, yeah. like, respect to Tyler Witherspoon. I mean, he's been killing it. But still, like, I, I, it's interesting. It's very interesting to me. Yeah, but if you think about it, though, without without the NHLers going, right? Um, you're Yeah, I mean – you're right. I mean, it's Tyler. He Wonderful. doesn't technically kind of a have a contract with the devil, so he would be allowed to go over there. Right. Right. But here's the not... thing, too, though. I mean, he, he'll bring some veteran experience to that team. You know, well, and I, you can't a... have a team full of superstars. That's right. You know, 
No, they have uh, Devin Dubnik. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Great idea. How does he not, bring him in? How does Dubnik not have a job? I'd like to know that. Well, especially you know, in New Jersey. Well, he will soon. Honestly, honestly, in New Jersey. Honestly, there are two there are two names that, that come to my mind when it comes to like meme goaltenders, so to speak. It's Devin Dubnik and like Ben Scrivens. Oh man, <laughs> I love Scrivens. Even though I think Scrivens did retire, though I believe he did. I think he did. I, I think don't he think did. he's playing in the league anymore, which is a shame. But which I, is, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what though: if the Devils are going to make a move to get another goaltender, they better do it quick because uh, <laughs> Cam Talbot is out indefinitely now. That dreaded indefinitely for the Minnesota mm-hmm. Wild. When did he get hurt? That was the Winter Classic. Yep. So you mean the game that I covered on yeah. YouTube that I watched? He got <laughs> hurt. Yes. Is that why he gave up six goals in the second period? <laughs> that's what they're saying. That's, that li- that's a lie. He's out indefinitely. I think it's he's out for the body. rest of the season. Anybody who says indefinitely means he's done. <laughs> Just not coming back. Period. <laughs> if you're Minnesota, you might as well call up Jesper Wallstead right now. Like you might as well do it. You right. might as well. Right. He made 50 saves for Sweden in the World Juniors. I think he's ready. <laughs> Zetterlin and DeLeo played good today. Chase DeLeo, I'm so sorry, does nothing on the Devils. He's had three chances to do something. And yeah, every time I, he comes up, he does nothing. I'll tell you what, though. I think Fabian Zetterman is going to be dynamite at some point. Uh-huh. Yeah, if he gets coach in New Jersey, then yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, that, that guy plays just wicked hard. He, he really he does. does. He's always on Look. the four check. He's got – really, he's got an underrated shot, if you ask me. He's got but. confidence coming out of his ears. Yep, that's the yeah. other thing, too. He's got a lot of confidence right now. I, I think, I think and my daughter's in love time. with him. So when he came to New Jersey after – when he was first called up, the first thing he said, because this was when Utica was on their streak to begin the year, he was like, oh, I'm bringing that 11-game winning streak to this Devils team. I'm like yeah. – where did this kid like? What the heck? Like, that's yeah. saying something yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. Who's and this? Granted, we stuck Mark him on the fourth AAT? line because yeah. anybody who gets called up to this team is getting stuck on the fourth line. <laughs> like that's your that's your introduction to the NHL. Oh, you're getting called up. That's great. Fourth line. It's the portal. Like, or yeah. like fourth pairing defenseman. Yeah, I don't. Which doesn't exist. <laughs> Oh, boy. Unlike all of you guys, where you guys get four lines, we get three in the ECHL. That's great. Yeah, we get, we get, we get, we get head, we get head forward and six defensemen. Yeah, Armand's team, yeah, the Thunder get, uh, the Thunder get our scraps, just to be quite honest. Until, (laughs) until you you need them again. Until you need them again. I know, right? Right, oh, until we, once we find somebody of value, you're going to lose him very quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, he scored two goals today? Let's bring him back up to Utica. <laughs> or he'll just well, skip Utica. No, I want, I want to see somebody get called up from the ECHL into the Straight NHL. To the that's yeah. what I want to see, yeah. We'll exactly. see one time. Just like – it's going it, to – what? It's The way this is going, it's going to get to that point with the Devils injury-wise. It's just going to be like, eh, we'll just bring up – Somebody from the ECHL. I'm sure it can't totally go wrong. It's gonna be what? It's gonna be Casel. Watch. It's gonna be Casel because he's played so well. But you have to think everything well, that's good. Playing so everything well that goes in our favor, you guys have to snatch out of our hands. And you know what that means? <laughs> if he's playing well in the ECHL, that means he will do absolutely 100 percent nothing in the NHL. That means nothing. I'm sorry, Amon. That means nothing to me. 
Ole, good, good. Then we can keep him. Armand, let me ask you, Armand, can he put the puck on net? Like, does he shoot the puck? Answer the Armand. Answer the question. Does he shoot the puck? Yes or no? What does he do? Please tell me what he does. Puts the skates on. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. By him not giving me an answer, that tells me he's a fourth liner. That just tells that's me. Everyone's a fourth liner. That's what you're you saying. That's what no, come on. What does he do? Who? The guy you just mentioned. I'm talking about Kazel and their goaltender that you guys are probably going to need another week. He's a goaltender. Oh, that's what I wanted to know. Like, is he, like, I didn't know what position he was. Irvine. Irvine could be a very no, good forward. No, 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 no. I don't want Tyler Irvine. I saw him play in the AHL. I'm not impressed. I'm sorry. I'm not impressed. It's, it's like, honestly, I, I love Tyler. Didn't Irvine play for uh, Hershey at one point, right? I, I believe think, he did. No, I don't think so. Uh, I could have sworn he played for Hershey. I know he was in Binghamton last year. Yeah. What and is Binghamton? I don't. I don't recall. I don't recall that name. I don't know who Binghamton is. Oh, oh boy. But no, I just. No. I just, he played. He played it. No, he never played at Hershey. All right, come on. Does the Thunder have anybody, and I mean anybody, that can put the puck in the back of the net? Just yes or no. Besides for Irvine, not oh, no. My God, it's you that asked the question. <laughs> Neil, aren't you glad you came on tonight? Oh, dude, I'm loving every single <laughs> second of this. It's not I mean, even everything every every guy you call up doesn't score. So, like, I don't, I don't know why these guys are getting called up. Scott, how do you think I feel knowing I still have to do a podcast episode tonight? Yes, I have See, to. We're just getting you prime, buddy. That's oh, all we're yeah, doing. No, that's great. I'm just going to – like, you're just going to hear me on the podcast, like, sniffling. I'm going to do the Stephen A. Smith, like, I'm tired of suffering. Yes. I'm tired of it. We all are. We all are. No, but Armand, you don't understand. You've just started covering this team. You haven't experienced the pain yet. The pain is coming, and you're not going to like it. You're gonna you're gonna message me on Twitter because I know you follow me now. You're gonna message me on Twitter and be like, "Yo, why does everybody made a glass on the Devils?" I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. I really wish I had an answer. And you know well, what? Welcome to the team, buddy. <laughs> We're playing Columbus. Columbus has been terrible of late. There is no excuse that we can't go and win two games in a row against them. There's literally no excuse. Thank you, Jordy, for saying that. It is yeah, very true. Fun to watch the cast of the New Jersey Devils, absolutely. And it's it's fun to have Neil on to talk about it too, because it's. Crazy. I know. I know it's fun. I know. I know it's but, fun for you. So it's it, you know what? If it gets this bad, we'll just bring up Luke Hughes two years early. There you go. Not? There you go. I'm not, I mean, and then Jordan would be upset because that means he's leaving Michigan early. So, <laughs> so then everybody can hey, be those. Jeremy they, already doesn't like the Devils. Like, he already doesn't like them. He's just not going to like them anymore. He's going to dislike them more if we do that. Yeah. He's just going to upset. 100%. He's also going to be upset when Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan not, to coach the Raiders. Not, no, no, I actually like the Raiders. Well, I'm a Raider see, guy. But, I mean, he doesn't – I don't think he should leave anyway. But, I mean, I think if he goes anywhere, I, uh, he'll no probably end up in Chicago. Jim Harbaugh, I, I don't want him back in the NFL. Neither do I. Uh, I, I'd like him continuing to choke at Michigan. He didn't choke too bad this year. Yeah, he got the doors blown off him by an SEC team. Oh, well, I mean, I think everybody gets their doors blown off by an SEC team. 
I mean, it is the June. It, it, I mean, it's, it's like 12? the it's the junior league for the NHL. It's the SEC. You know, it's bad. You, you know, you know, the SEC is getting better when Kentucky won ten plus games this year and a bowl game. Wow. It's just getting worse. True. And I'm speaking as a Rutgers fan watching. The- <laughs> 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 oh my god! At least we made a bowl game That's on right. a technicality, but we made. I a was going to say you you were like the third team in. We were the second team in. Thank you. Oh, okay. Okay, we were the first <laughs> ones because we're smart. We have a good academic record, so we got in because of it. Yeah, it because we're good point. at football. But, <laughs> and and I mean, football. to be fair, Jeremy's a fan of a university that has a Division One hockey program, while the while Rutgers is a club team. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of they're, they're getting there. Okay, oh, here it goes. By the by the way, Scott, love the Utica jersey behind you, my friend. Love it. I like that. That was a Christmas present, dude. That what what player is that? Or is that is that your name that, on that? That's back? my number. Yeah, I've, I've always like thirteen. My my wife and kids got it for me. I love it. So does that mean that, does that make you a Nico Heischer fan? Like automatically? No, Nico Heischer is a fan of me because I had thirteen. Ah, uh, no wonder. Oh, boy. So, you, so are you the one that was the creator of I Love to Hockey? Was that you? That, no. that was all, that was all you. And, and believe me, I say all that facetiously because I'm sure Nico Heischer is not paying attention to our beer league. So, oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised, especially with the amount of time he's going to have to be on social media moving uh, forward. Probably will watch it. <laughs> you got to, you got to start streaming uh, those, Scott. You got to start streaming those, man. I guess so, I dude. Guess I'll even, so. yeah, I'll even come down for a weekend. I'll broadcast the game for you. Oh, that'd be that'd be out of control. That would be yeah, awesome. Do, we'll do po- we'll do pre and post game interviews. It'll be great. We'll set it oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> It'll be perfect. It'll be awesome. terrible. You know what? I, I did want to say this though. The only person on this stream that knows what it feels like to get a shot to block a shot that you don't feel anything is probably Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be me. Even though he got hit in a place that probably is a lot worse. I'm just gonna yeah, be really honest yeah, with that's... you. Is that swung gone down yet, by the way? Oh, it's gone. Okay. It's all gone. There you go. It's all gone. All right. Just checking. No more bruise. No more. I mean, it's. I uh, like it still hurts. I might have a bone bruise, but Scott's it's gone. going up to the fourth line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Are you kidding me? I, I'd be happy to be the equipment manager. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, there yeah, you, you go. Guys, you guys you can start cut. pulling guys off the bench like as managers, the equipment guys. Yeah, there you go. You got to be careful. You got to be careful if you come to a Devils game in Jersey because they might look at you and be like, "Can you skate?" <laughs> you, might, you might need to uh you might need to quarantine and just send it home and then have it dispersed to to the illegal stick boys nice. I, got, I got a i got a bunch of people that need some apparel so i'm sure i'm sure if i start playing well the team will take care of me you know well you know what there you go look that's good, the goal right and the swag comes that's all there is yes, to it exactly <laughs> it's uh perks perks of the job that's saucy right. lattice ripping up the check you that know. is awesome uh, Dom, give us one last update on the Ranger Leaf game. Is it still 3 uh, 2? Let's see what we got here. Uh, as of right this second, we have, yeah, 3 2. Got 840 to go in the second. All right. And as far as our comments go, it's still 3 to 1 Laval with 540 left in the second period. Still lots of time for everybody's team involved. So, anyways, boys, that was all so much fun. That was a, a lot time. of fun. Yeah, I love it. If you're you know, watching it, live, hop onto TNT right now. Watch Ryan Reeves score hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy, you are welcome back on this show anytime you want, my friend. Yeah, this sounds is, good. Hopefully, we can do. That. I think uh, we did. We did a real talk. I zoomed in from uh, from Switzerland last time, so we'll try and figure something out where I can hop on from from Czech. 
Yeah, well, we'll have to have, try to have it earlier in the day here, though, so you don't have to stay up till four in the morning, too. Yeah, I got, I got experience staying up late, clearly, by the, the cup. Just let's just yeah. do it some, when the Blues are playing one night. Yeah, we'll right. wait till the playoffs. How's that? Or, when, or when the Mets are playing. Down I'll watch the Mets game, and we'll, like, bitch and moan while we're talking on the podcast. So now. mad. Yeah, if we even play baseball this year. Yeah, don't yeah, don't no, start. Geez. Don't start. I'm not positive, positive vibes, Tom. You know, yeah, you're right. Yeah, man. Church cointology. I am a cointologist. I am a cosmetologist. Exactly. <laughs> Positivity. Uh, uh, Jonesy, Josh says, thanks for the overseas hockey story, Jonesy. Love it and great show. Cheers. Thanks for watching, Josh. We really appreciate that. Appreciate it. And uh, just so everybody knows, you can, if you don't know already, you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, all under Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. I've also got the Instagram page going that I'm trying to work on, so my novice social media skills are, I'm getting there. I'm working on it. And of course, the website that's scrolling across the bottom there, martysillegalstick.com. We put articles up there all the time. Check them out if you get a chance, uh, especially if you like hockey in the Mohawk Valley. So anyways, Jonesy, once again, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Good luck in your upcoming season over in the Czech Republic. For Dom Real, for Scott Kinville. Or I'm Scott Kinville. Boy, I'm hammering that <laughs> one at the end. Wow. Anyways, thanks for listening to watching. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we appreciate it. Have a good one. We'll see you next week on Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. Boom. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. With every race, every qualifying run, and every pit stop, Tim Coffeen would feel the pressure and excitement. With his own podcast on the Sports History Network called Tim Coffeen Talks IndyCar and Racing History, Tim will share those very same racing emotions and memories with his listeners. Learn, laugh, and enjoy the world of IndyCar racing through the eyes of Tim Coffeen. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.